All right, so as you guys know, my name is Nathaniel Shankut, and before I get started, there are a few things you guys need to know about me. Number one, I am an awesome son of God, with whom my daddy is well pleased with. Number two, I have been given a divine authority to operate within the kingdom. Number three, the enemy is under my dominion and doesn't exercise any authority. And number four, to top it all off, my daddy God thinks that I'm a pretty cool guy. A little over a year and a half ago, I couldn't probably say any of those things. And today I'm going to talk to you guys about how over the past year, I've undergone a radical shift in mindset that's altered the way I view myself, other people, and ultimately, ultimately my walk with the Lord. Um, so yeah, so growing up, I grew up in an environment that was, um, that where we didn't really open up much about issues that we were going uh, through. I, um, struggles that I was going through, um, problems, you know, I really kept it inside. I bottled uh, in a lot of the issues that um, I was going through, and that was partly due to the fact that I felt like exposing or, you know, displaying a lack of control in my life, um, that was a sign of weakness in a way. Um, and because of that, with the people that I was around, I was very good at portraying an image of happiness. I was always good at putting a smile on my face despite what was going on inside, and this led to a lack of vulnerability with the people that I was close with, and um, very surface-level relationships, very shallow, not deep um, relationships at all, where we didn't talk about you know, genuine issues, very, very surface-level. And um, this led to a routine lifestyle. Um, and routine lifestyle with people and the people that you're around translates into a routine and stagnant walk with the Lord. And that was very much how my walk with the Lord was. It was very much based on my works. Um, it was faith based on works due to the relationships I was with people, with the people that I was with around. And there was very much a lack of freedom in that, um, in that time of my life. I, I very much felt as though I had people watching me all the time. Um, whether, whether it was at church or even at home, you know, I'd, I'd pray and then it was almost as if I felt as though like people were like counting how many minutes I was praying for and it, was, it, it wasn't uh, the kind of freedom you guys see here um, at Epic Life. That's what this place is so awesome uh, for. Um, and when you're constantly basing your faith and you're constantly judging yourself, um, it's hard to deal with issues because you don't open up about those issues. Um, in the seventh grade, um, uh, for the first time, I was exposed to pornography. And um, I just remember, it was like in the bathroom and some dude had a video and I didn't talk about that with anybody. I kept that to myself and dealing with that was very, very difficult because a faith based, a faith based on works keeps you from being able to fully experience God's love because every time I would slip up and fall, you know, I, I just constantly kept on beating myself up about it, you know? And that was hard dealing with by myself. My unwillingness to open up about this part of my life led me to struggle with that for a long time. You know, I kept it to myself and I didn't really talk about it with anybody. So um, I was constantly beating, up my, beating myself up about it, you know, telling myself I was a terrible person and uh, all of that business. Um, recently, I started listening to uh, Stefan Furtick. If any of you guys have heard of him, he's an awesome preacher for Elevation Church. And for a lot of my life, I heard the words, you should, you should, you should. And he talks about how in church we hear you should too much, when really we need to hear the words, me too. 
We need to be in a community that's able to relate to the struggles that we're going through, and we need to be able to feel comfortable opening up about those issues. And that was a huge learning curve for me during this um, shift in mindset. Um, and it wasn't until that I started coming to Epic that I realized that relationships with others facilitated encounter with God. Um, I even have a verse in James, for all of you guys who aren't convinced yet, in James 5.16, it, it says to confess your sins to others, you know, ask for prayer uh, for the, for, from those around you because of the power in being vulnerable towards others, being able to open up about your issues. Um, and, you know, coming to Epic, I constantly heard that I was a child of God, you know, something that I didn't, couldn't possibly think of, my, of myself. And, um, you know, when you're constantly, you know, beating yourself up about what you did and you're not basing your salvation on what he did, hearing that you're a child of God is very, very, um, it's different, you know? And when you have good old Eric telling you every single week, you're a child of God, God loves you like crazy, God loves you like crazy, I'm like, please stop, please stop. <laughs> you know, <laughs> please stop, I'm really gonna leave now. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, and, and, and it sits with you, you know? I began genuinely seeking God's heart because before I was trying so hard to correct the mistakes in order to earn God's love. However, once I started seeking his heart, I began to see how much love he already had for me. I realized that I can do nothing to neither earn nor lose his love for me because he loves me just for being Nathaniel. Um, and the more I began seeing myself as a child of God, the more I began seeing other people as amazing children of God. That was a huge learning curve for me. Um, so many of you guys know I work at the farmer's market Support your local farms, just saying. <laughs> Keep your boy employed. Um, and it's funny because, you know, during the shift in mindset, um, it, it even altered the way I encountered my customers, you know? Regardless of, you know, their attitude towards me, I was always, you know, having a positive attitude. And I had this one customer, it was a little over like nine months ago. And, um, and he came up and me, like, I like to engage, you know? I ask him, like, how's your day going? You know, how are you doing? Nothing. Picks up the Brussels sprouts. I sell Brussels sprouts, by the way. Picks up the Brussels sprouts, puts it down. And then I, I think he said, like, fine. And then um, I gave him the money. He went, and then that was it. And I was like, homeboy, don't like me, and I don't like that. So, and that was our relationship. He would just come. I'd try and engage. He'd blow me off, and then that was about it. And that was, that was how it went for about a good, I'd say, probably, like, two months or a month and a half or something like that. But regardless of how he acted towards me, my attitude towards him didn't change because of what he did inside of him and what he is going to do through him. And it was about, um, about a month and a half later where uh, I was like probably ranting about school to another one of my customers and um, he overheard and he was like, oh, so you're, a you're, you're starting to be a mechanical engineer? And as soon as he said that, I was like, you're talking to me? <laughs> and, and, and I just took that and I started pouring out. I was, I was just like, yeah, yeah, I'm starting to be a mechanical engineer. I'm, I'm taking this, this, and this courses. And I just kept on pouring out. And he was like, oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a civil engineer. I'm, a, I'm currently working at you know, this place. Um, I, I'm taking, I took the classes that you took, that you're currently taking. And we were able to connect on that and build a relationship that wouldn't have been facilitated if I had just blown him off initially. And there's something about seeing what God is doing in people and what God has put in people that makes you not determine how you act towards people based on their initial reaction towards you. Does that make sense? My attitude was to love him and show him love because of how much I know daddy loves me and I know how much daddy loves him. And while I began seeing how much 
And while I began valuing relationships that I had, you know, around community and, and seeing myself as a child of God, it made me value what I had to offer in relationships. So while I was building up relationships within this epic life community that I needed to value, I needed to start cutting off relationships that were holding me back. Um, I began recognizing what genuine relationships looked like because of how many I was in in the epic life community. Um, yeah, no, I, um, I, had, I had like a friend in, in school, like we like grew up together and it's funny because, you know, as, as we like got older, like he became more distant, but like it was like we still hung out, I went to his house a lot and it was like I was the only one contributing. It was like pulling che teeth trying to have a conversation, you know? You ever have those people where you're like, how, how's, it, how's it going? Like, how are you doing? And then they're just like, fine. And you're like, so I heard you had a, a, an exam last week. Yeah, yeah, it was fine. I'm like, before I hit you, tell me how the exam went. And it was just like that. And it wasn't until I started recognizing that I was the only one contributing. And, and I started recognizing why I felt drained after every conversation that I realized that I needed to cut that off. In a friendship, I learned that two parties participate equally. It's not, the, it's not one party or the other part. Both parties need to participate. You can't have a genuine relationship, a genuine conversation with someone who isn't emotionally invested the same amount as you are because it's just draining. I've done that for such a long time. It was so painful because I was trying to, you know, keep relationships going and then, and then like their, their uh, parents came and they like talked to me. They were like, oh, I haven't seen you that much around. And hold up. Drumming and talking. Um, yeah, and they were like, I haven't seen you that much around. You know, you haven't been at, uh, at our house because I used to go to his house a lot. And, um, and I was like, yeah, I, I, like, I didn't say this, but I was like, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I realized that I just don't like hanging out with him. I, no, genuinely. If, if you're not going to be invested in what I'm like pouring out, there's no, there's no point in me pouring out into you if you're not going to do anything with what I told you last week. There's no point in me continually trying to stimulate something that isn't working. And that was a huge, huge learning curve for me. Um, but yeah, but yeah, this, this past year I've had a radical shift in my mindset. Um, for such a long time I believed that just having bad thoughts made me a bad person in a way, as if the fact that I was tempted to do something, tempted to do something bad meant that I was doing this whole Christian thing incorrectly. Um, with my newfound mindset, I realized that me being a child of God doesn't mean that I'm never going to be tempted again, but rather I'm able to see now that those temptations, those thoughts and those inclinations are not of me because that's not who I am. I am a child of God. Thank you. <laughs> and not only am I a child of God, but I also have the authority to speak dominion over those thoughts and command them out of my mind at once in the name of Jesus. Can I get an amen? Yeah. I've always wanted to do that. That's like, <laughs> honestly, that's like, like one, one thing off my bucket list now. So, in conclusion, my name is Nathaniel Shankut. I am an awesome son of God with whom my daddy is well pleased with. I have been given a divine authority to operate within the kingdom. The enemy is under my dominion and doesn't exercise any authority. And to top it all off, my daddy got thinks that I'm a pretty cool guy. I love you guys so much. Thank you.